Good afternoon, my friends, and welcome if you are new. Today we will be uh, diving into the 2021-2022 college basketball season and giving a deep dive on each conference, starting from the ASEN and ASUN and ending all the way with the Western Athletic Conference. We will be going into every single conference, picking a winner, picking a team that we think we should fade this year, and just talking a little bit about each conference, getting you getting you acclimated to the season with the teams, talking about who's returning, who's gone, and yeah, going to have fun, going to be one of the biggest shows we've ever done, so let's get right into it with the Atlantic Sun, and I'll pull up the standings as they, there's no really standings, but here's the teams, as you can see, starts with Jacksonville, heads all the way down, it, this is a, the same old A-Sun, so what do we know about the A-Sun? Liberty won this conference last season, and they, they're, they're going to be, they're going to be good again. Um, they returned basically everyone, including a Sun Player of the Year, Darius Mitchie. He is basically a college version of Steph Curry, similar to Steph Curry at Davidson. So they're going to be they're going to be very good again. They won this in the last three seasons, and they like I said, they were the auto bid. So yeah, expect Liberty to have another another awesome year. Um, who else are we going to like in this conference? I like Jacksonville State a lot. They're going to be very competitive. They return everyone and add a few conference, uh, add a few transfers. Another team that will be really good is Eastern Kentucky. They join from the OVC and they're always they've always been competitive in the OVC. So expect them to be very fast paced and press, unlike the A Sun does. The A Sun is a more laid back half court type uh, basketball conference. So Eastern Kentucky is going to add a nice little wrinkle to this conference, and uh, it should be fun to watch and see how they do in this conference. I, I do have high hopes for them this season um another team to keep an eye on is stetson they are currently two and two but they return their top nine players in production last year which is returning production is all you want and it's it's going to be huge so i do like stetson another team that will be that will be competitive um jacksonville will be will be bad but they will be competitive they're going to upset a few teams they uh the coach convinced three double digit scorers to return so yeah, expect them to be around the 500 mark, but pull off a few, a few, a few us, uh, upsets this season. Um, so at the end of the day, looking at this conference, the team that I think that will win it is Jacksonville State. I just think they're the most complete. Um, Liberty obviously might be the best team, but they're not the same Liberty as we've seen this year, and they're also struggling early. They've uh, lost a few games that I thought they they should win. So. Yeah, they're one in three to start. I uh, think Jacksonville State will win. The team that we're going to fade this year is Central Arkansas. They're a bad team to begin with, and they came. They're a bad team who came from the Southland Conference, who is a lesser conference, and they basically are the same team as last year. So I don't expect them to turn any heads here in the A Sun. So they're the team that we're going to be fading this year in the A Sun. We'll move on to the America East. Let me pull up the standings for the America East, show you some teams. Um, teams I like in the America East going into this season, well, who won it last year was Hartford, but I don't love Hartford going into this season. They're on the brink of turning into a Division II school. It's kind of a shame what's going on with the Hartford athletic program as a whole, not just basketball. But I do expect them to have a little bit of the chip on their shoulder and – Maybe, maybe be a little bit gritty, but I don't think they're going to be um, as good as they – I mean, they weren't great last year. They got hot at the right time. They beat Vermont in the tournament finals, but they were not the best team. The best team in this conference is by far Vermont. They return 
the top 12 of their production add two transfers, and 12 of the 14 members on this team are upperclassmen. So Vermont is going to be awesome this year. They're already four and two to start. They lost to a good Oakland team, a really good, I'm, yeah, really good Oakland team, but that, that doesn't concern me at all. Vermont should roll this season. Um, Stony Brook has high hopes this season. They return a lot of guys, but I'm not seeing it. They have they had they added Jaleel Jenkins from Fairleigh Dickinson. He's going to be solid for them and will be a, one of the top players in the conference. But as a team, I don't really see it from Stony Brook. But they'll be at the top of the top of the leaderboard. Um, UMBC returns most, but is missing two key key players in. Uh, uh, I think his name is uh, Horford and uh, EJ RJ Idle Rock. Two of the solid players that they had last year are gone, but they have their starting point guard back and most. So they're going to be competitive, but they started off a little slow. So maybe they won't. Um, like I said about Hartford, they're going to have a passionate season. So they're going to like pull up a few upsets, but they're not going to be as good as they were last year. So my winner is Vermont. I think they are well above, well the best team in this in this conference. And the team that we're going to be fading is Albany. They lose three starters and their longtime head coach at over, I think, 12 years, maybe even more. But at the end of the day, they're going to have a down season. I expect to, I expect them to be one of the worst teams in this conference. We'll be fading them all season long. Um, next conference we're going to get into is the American Athletic, which is headlined year in, year out by the Houston Cougars and recently the Memphis Tigers. So who won this conference last year? Houston did, but they lose Quentin Grimes. They lose Devon Giroux, Grissom, and Mills. They add Kyler Edwards from Texas Tech, who was a stud at Texas Tech, and they have an amazing coach and a great recruiting class. So expect Houston to lock and reload, but not be as good as they were last year, even though I don't think they were that great last year. They played a bad schedule, and they should have lost to Rutgers in the um, round of 32. So I think they – I mean, they started off awesome. They're 5-4-0 right now, and – they start, they're beating teams uh, really handily, but when they play these better teams, I don't think they're going to fare as well as they did last year. But I do have high hopes for them, just a little bit of a step down last year. Maybe they'll lose the first weekend. Who knows? Houston, at the end of the day, will be a solid team. Uh, the next team is Memphis, and I wrote in bold, talent. They have two top 10 recruits this year. They are uh, starting two freshmen in Emily Bates and Jalen Duran. It's just they haven't made the tourney under Penny Hardaway, and it's tournament or bust for Memphis Memphis Tigers this year. They have so much talent on this roster. DeAndre Williams is going to be a force down low on both sides, and yeah, like they lost they lost some guys from the last season teams, but it's just the, the amount of talent this Memphis team has is is crazy. Another team that I would feel like is notable is uh, Wichita. They return most of their guys, and they add Joe Pleasant from. Abilene Christian last year, if you remember in the tournament, they upset Texas, and he was one of the better players. Um, they're going to be really gritty. Um, Cincinnati has also started off really ha really hot. They are a brand-new team, all transfers, and a brand-new coach. Wes Miller came in from UNC Greenville, and what he did for that that program in UNC Greenville is, is amazing. They're going to be forever thankful for Wes Miller, and he's already proving that his defensive ways are going – are going to be a problem in the AAC. They just upset Illinois last night by 20 plus points. Um, I was a little, I was going to be, a I was a little uh, slow on Cincinnati coming out the gates, but what they showed last night is is going to be really impressive. 
at the end of the day, I think Memphis will win this conference just based on talent alone. I think Houston is a little bit down from last year, but I do think Memphis will take it. The team that we're going to be fading, in my opinion, is this year, in this year is SMU. Uh, they're talented, but lose two of their best players. Um, they lose. They have new transfers from uh, Texas Southern and Sam Houston State and Duquesne. That's who they're going to be starting this year. They lost Tyson Jolly. I just don't see it from SMU this year. They already lost to a horrible Missouri team. So that's the team I th- I'm, we're going to be fading. I mean, there's other bad teams, but I don't want to just go to the bottom of the board and pick the worst, like, Temple. I could say Temple easily, but I think SMU, because they're still going to get respected by the books. But I think SMU is a team that we will be fading this year. Um, the next conference that we are going to be talking about is the ACC. And let me pull up their standings. So – what do we know about the ACC? We know that Georgia Tech won this conference last year, and we know that they're not going to do it again. Um, that's that's to be pretty basic. But what who we like in the ACC this year? Um, this is this is uh, Coach K's final season, and they have one of the best players in the country in Paulo Banchero. I think it's going to be awesome. Trevor Keels has started off awesome. He's going to be the X factor, maybe even be the best player. So, yeah, I, I have a high hopes for Duke this year. It's one of the best Duke teams in the la- of the last few years. So I think this is going to be a really, really, especially with all the narrative with Coach K's last season, I think this could be this could be awesome from Duke. Um, North Carolina, Roy Williams is gone. They have a new coach. They returned five employer, important players, and they can really win this conference. They're, they started off a little bit slow, um, losing to Purdue handily. But I'm not really worried about that. Purdue's a top three team in the country. I think North Carolina will be just fine and be in top top two, top two in the ACC by the end of the season. Florida State has been one of the better teams in the ACC the last few years, but they're losing their three best players. They add Mills from Houston, but this is not this is probably the worst Florida State team of the last three years, in my opinion. Um, they're still going to be competitive because the conference is a little bit down this year, but Florida State as a whole on a national level, I don't think they're going to be as good as they were the last two years. And back to Georgia Tech, they lose Moses Wright and Jose Alvarado. Like that was their team. Like it was them too, and they went on a magical run. So I don't really – I don't expect anything from Georgia Tech this year. Had to pick a team to win. I I, I went with Duke. I really think Duke will be competitive and win this conference. Um, Team that we're going to fade is Miami. They lose Chris Likes, and when they didn't have him last year, they proved to be pretty bad. They have um, two guys that – forget his name off the top of my head. I will actually go and look right now Um, who are solid. There he is, Wong. I forgot his first name. Wong. He's solid, but Miami as a whole, they barely beat Florida Atlantic early in the season. They lost to a good Central Florida team. But I don't think Miami will be good at all this year. They are my pick um, of team to fade this year because when when they didn't have uh, Chris Likes, he's at Arkansas now. They were not good, so they don't have him. Next conference we will dive into is the A10, and the A10 is off to a pretty pretty solid start, especially Bonnies. Oh man, the Bonnies lose one starter. They are going to start five seniors and they add four transfers. They are so deep. 
They have one of the best coaches in the country. And look, I, I, I tweeted it out like three times already. You don't want to face the Bonnies on a neutral on a neutral court close game down the stretch. And like I'm winking at March. Like they are a team that will grind you out. It's not gonna they're not really gonna blow out blow out good teams, but they're gonna grind you out and pounce at the right time. So it's just the Bonnie's conference to lose this year. Um St. Louis had high hopes last year, but went down and they lose one of their best players and Javante Perkins, who was going to be their best player this year, tore his ACL. So he's not going to be here. Um, I expect the same thing from last year. They have high hopes in the conference, but I don't see it again. So if anyone's going to test the Bonnies, I don't think it's going to be St. Louis. Um, Richmond, their average age of starter is 23, which is crazy to think about. They have postseason hopes, but they started off, they're starting off really bad. Um, but I'm not worried about them. They have a solid coach. And like I said, they're a veteran team. They should get it together come conference time. Um, VCU is a popular team in the A-10. They lose Bones Highland and Ace Baldwin with an injury. I think J- Jameer Watkins is going to be the X factor for this team. But again, they started off slow. They're beating teams at the buzzer every every game. And that's not, that's not a really – you can't do that every game, especially when you get into conference play. I expect of a down season from uh, VCU this year. George Mason started off really hot. Um, they have Kim English as a new coach, and he is proving to be – he is as advertised. I think George Mason is going to be solid in this conference. Davidson, solid season last year. Lose two uh, two starters from last year, but grab Foster Loyal for Michigan State. Solid expectations from Davidson. We'll be at the top of the leaderboard. My winner is not not going to turn any heads. St. Bonnie's, this is theirs to lose this year. Team that I'm going to be fading this year is Duquesne. I feel like they overachieved last year, and they lost five key components of their team. So I'll be fading Duquesne in the 8-10. Okay, next conference we will get into is the Big 12. And, man, is this conference going to be fun this year? Obviously, Big 12, Baylor won the national champions national championship last year um they lose their three four best players in my opinion davion mitchell jared butler mark vital and Mackie oteague um but it's going to be the adam flagler show for baylor this year and there he's already proving that he's been lights out to start the season they've been really good they have an awesome coach like i don't expect baylor to have a down year i just don't expect them to be as good as they were last year um they added james akinyo but He's an assist guy. He started at Georgetown, then went to Arizona. I don't love him, but, I mean, what is he? He's either a junior. I, mean, I think he's a senior this year. Whatever, he's a junior or a senior. He has experience, and he's gonna. he's got big shoes to fill with Adam Flagler, and they're proving early to be – they haven't really played anyone, but they're proving early to like that they're going to look – they look like Baylor, but I don't know if they're going to be as good as they were last season. So, Texas, they obviously won this conference last year. Um it was a crazy, crazy tournament. Big 12, Big 12 tournament was awesome last year. I had a feature on Texas to win it. They got it done. They lose Matt Coleman, Kai Jones, Greg Brown, and Jericho, uh, Jericho Sims, which is, which is big, very big. But they add Marcus Carr and Dylan Dysu. Marcus Carr was the best player at Minnesota, one of the best players in the Big Ten. He could create his own bucket. He could do it all. And they lose Dylan Dysu. I mean, they add Dylan Dysu. So those are some two big additions for Texas. Obviously, they have Chris Beard now. Shock is gone. So I love, I love, I love Texas. They also add Timmy Allen from Utah. Timmy Allen from Utah. 
brother is Teddy Allen at Nebraska, was at Nebraska, and Devin Askew from Kentucky. So as they, even though they lost all those guys, they have some studs that joined the team. And I have high hopes for Texas, especially under Chris Beard. I love him so much more than Shaka Smart. I have huge, huge, huge aspirations for Texas this year, and they're so talented. Next team we'll talk about is Kansas. And, man, is this Kansas team loaded. They return everyone but Marcus Garrett. And, obviously, Marcus Garrett is a was a huge component. He was a great point guard, great on defense. But they added Remy Martin. And Remy Martin is a scorer. But I was low. I just didn't like Remy Martin at Arizona State because Bobby Hurley let him do whatever he wanted. And he was just very, like, Russell Westbrook like just threw the ball all over a lot of turnovers, a lot of points, but I love him under Bill Self. I feel like Bill Self will get him right. They also add Joseph Yesifu. He was the sixth man slash backup point guard at Drake last year, but he was a key role on in that in that good Drake run. He is a gonna be awesome, a backup point guard for Remy Martin. And I love Kansas this year. Obviously, they have all their guys back. They got the big man. They are going to be solid this year. I love Kansas this season. Um, who else do we like in the Big 12? We're going to see a new Texas Tech team. A lot of guys left. Obviously, the coach left. Um, a lot of transfers in. So they're a wild. They're a bit of a wild card, but you can never count Texas Tech out. Oklahoma State returns everybody but Cade Cunningham. Um, they still have Isaiah Likely. I don't know how he's still there. And Avery Anderson is becoming a star before our eyes. They also add two key transfers, Musa Sisse from Memphis and Bryce Thompson from Memphis. So, um, I don't know. Maybe Oklahoma State will be better without Cade because it was kind of the Cade show. But Avery uh, Avery Anderson proved that he was he was he was the baller too. Uh, they have a postseason ban this year, so you're not really going to look anything from them. But they're still going to play every game, and they're they're gonna they're gonna be solid. So my winner in the Big Twelve, I'm gonna have to go with Kansas. I I it's between Kansas or Texas, but uh, Texas is more of a new team. Kansas has the same team and added some components. I like I like Kansas to get it done. Team that we're going to be fading this year is TCU. They lose they lose they have four transfers and a sophomore starting, and they don't have much experience. They just got killed yesterday by Santa Clara, who's a, a good team, but they lost by like twenty plus, and you just can't do that if you're a Power Six school. All right, we'll move on to the. Big East, and boy, has the Big East started pretty solid this year. Um, what do you know about the, about the Big East? We know that Georgetown won this conference last year, and look at them at the bottom. They're not going to win it this year. Um, <laughs> they basically they had, they had some postseason magic, and they lost lost a few key guys. Uh, they're not going to have that same magic last year. That was a very crazy season, obviously, with COVID and everything. Um yeah, Georgetown won't be as good. I mean, they weren't really good last year, but they're not going to – they're just going to be bad this year. Um, What do we know about Nova is they have four or five starters back, and they're looking to go to the Final Four, and that's it. Colin Gillespie – I mean, they lose Jeremiah Robinson Earl, but Jerry Wright's one of the best coaches in the country. Villanova has Final Four hopes, and they're proving it early. They just lost a close one to Purdue, and, man, is that Purdue team good? Maybe those two teams will meet again, but they're going to be extremely solid. I don't have to sell you on Villanova. They're going to be awesome. Um, Seton Hall just upset Michigan in Ann Arbor and just lost to Ohio State in an awesome game. They lose Sandro Mamouskelesvili to the Bucs. I mean, the Bucs as in 
the NBA Bucks that uh, they got drafted. And they returned basically everyone else. Miles Kale, they lose Shavar Reynolds, but they have three transfers who have been awesome. Uh, and they got Kadari Richmond from Syracuse. They're, they're proving to going to be solid. So I really love Seton Hall this year. I, they're one of my favorite teams. So I big expert, big hopes for Seton Hall this year. And a, a, a crazy wild card is not even a wild card. They're going to be good. And that's St. John's. Got a George Mason question. Um, okay, St. John's. They will be a threat. Julian Champagne and Posh Alexander lead the way. They could score points, man. And this is the team that's going to, I feel like, going to test Nova. I really love St. John's this year. They're going to be awesome. Uh, UConn, you lose James Booknight, but RJ Cole and Tyrese Martin will be awesome. Adam Sonogo is one of the best big men in the nation. And damn, Danny Hurley, like, you know what you're getting with UConn. They're going to be solid again. Creighton's a, t- a crazy team to look at because they lose their top five scorers, but they bring in the best recruiting class they've ever had like, in program history, including uh, I think it's Ryan Nemhart brothers on Gonzaga. They bring him in, and they've been competitive. They just they, but like they're young. They lost to Southern Illinois yesterday, a good Southern Illinois team, but they beat some teams earlier in the season. They're going to be back and forth. They're, they're a very young team, and they're a team that they're not going to win the conference, but they're going to upset some of the, the best teams in this conference just based on talent. Um, like I said, Georgetown they're going to don't is not going to be as good as they were last year. So my winner is Villanova. And that's not a hot take. Nova should roll, just like St. Bonnie's. This is theirs to lose. Um, Marquette is my fade. New coach, new roster, and Theo John's gone. Um. I may regret this because they started off awesome. Had some awesome wins. Shaka Smart, obviously, he's a legend. But it's a brand-new roster. They lose um, Kane to – I forget where he transferred to. Like, a small school out west. But I, I – Marquette, Marquette being a fade is a hot take because obviously I could say Butler or Georgetown. They're just going to be bad. But I do think Marquette will be – because the books are going to respect them, but I will. I think I'll be fading them this year. Um, Xavier just pounded Ohio State. They're going to be really solid. They return a lot of guys. All right, we'll move on to. You think I'm going to go right to the big Big Ten? I'm not. I'm going to go to the the Big Sky. Why? Because it's right below. All right, the Big Sky. What do we know about the Big Sky? Is that Eastern Washington won this conference last year, and they were really good last year. But Eastern Washington is a brand new team. They lost basically everyone. They all transferred away. Few, two of them transferred to um, Oklahoma. Two of them transferred to Portland. Their coach left. They returned zero starters. They're not going to be the same Eastern Washington team we we saw. Um, they they could be a fade. Like, I mean, they're not going to be the worst team in this conference, but they could be a yearly fade. Um, Weber State. They returned three double digit scorers. And they grabbed two more double-digit scorer transfers and Kobe McCowan from Marquette and James Overton from Utah Valley. And I love Utah Valley. Um, they could score points. They're going to be awesome. I love Weber State this year. Um, Southern Utah, I loved them last year. Southern Utah was like my secret gem. They would 
be always so cheap, and they would be awesome. They made me so much money last year, and they returned four starters, and they'll have five seniors starting. They have, they are deep. They are a veteran team. I expect more of the same from Southern Utah. The only thing I'm concerned is that the books are books are catching on to Southern Utah. So, but they will be good. Uh, Montana, they couldn't finish games last season, but they were good. They returned four or five key players. They can win this conference. So watch out for Montana. They're going to be very sneaky this year. Um, I expect Southern Utah to pull this conference out in the end, and I'll be fading Iowa. I mean, Idaho. They are horrible, 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 and they lose seven players. They're going to be worse than they were last year. So I'm going to be fading Iowa. Uh, next conference that we will move into is the Big South, a.k.a. the Winthrop Show. Um, Winthrop won this conference last season, and it's torn your bust as it is every year for Winthrop. They have a few key losses, but they have uh, a few big transfers. The formula is going to stay the same for, for Winthrop, and that's run and gun, score more points than you, play fast. Um, I love Winthrop again. Um, Campbell, they were very, very, very frisky last year. They return everyone from last year, and they're they're definitely gonna give definitely gonna give Winthrop a run. But um, it's good. It's gonna be close. I th- I think they're gonna give Winthrop a, a real run, but I think that Winthrop's talent at the end will overcome Campbell. But they're gonna be solid. Gardner Webb, they're up and down, and I see it again. They lost three starters and they lack experience, but they're always gonna be solid. They recruit pretty solidly. Um, they're going to be a middle of the pack to top of the pack team in the Big South. Um, NCANT is really interesting. Will Drones is one of had one of the most underrated seasons of all, any college coach last year. They grabbed five transfers and a four-star recruit who decommitted from Arkansas. Um, they're going to be very they're very talented and they're going to be a team that's going to lose to the bad teams but beat the good teams. Like that team that doesn't make sense, but. That's why, because they're 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 young and they don't they, they're not gonna they're gonna tend to, they're gonna take a while to gel and they're gonna find they're gonna click at the right time and beat like a Winthrop or a Campbell or one of these better teams in this conference. Um, so at the end of the day, Winthrop I think will win this conference. They're gonna be the favorite, but for good reason. I think they will win it. And the team that we're gonna be fading is Longwood. They're very 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 young, but they're starting awesome. But when it gets down to conference play, I feel like Longwood will. Um, take a little bit of a dip because they're just that young. They're one of the younger teams in this conference. All right, now for the good stuff. We get into the Big Ten. And the Big Ten is is past few seasons. It's been awesome, and it's going to be awesome again. Who won this conference last year? Illinois. And they're going to be awesome again. Uh, Andre, they, lo- they obviously lose their starting point guard, but Andre Curbelo proved that he – could fill that role last year. And all season, I was like, Carbello's not it. Carbello's not it. Carbello's not it. But when it came end of the season, 20 time, Carbello did an awesome job. But he's starting out horrible this year. I Just like I was talking about Remy Martin, he's too out of control and loves to do, likes to do too much. But if he could just be normal and just be the point guard that he can be, Illinois has national championship hopes. They return Kofi, Kerbon, uh, Kofi Cokeburn. Kofi Cockburn, Kofi Coburn, um, seven foot big man, and Trent Frazier. Like they have the basically the same team except for their backup big man and their starting point guard. At the end of the day, Illinois is going to be awesome. Um, Purdue, that's everyone's favorite team this year, and for great reason. They have Final Four hopes. I believe this is the best squad Matt Painter's ever had, better than that Carson Edwards squad. Travion Williams, Jaden Ivey. 
and they have Zach Eady, 7-4 guy. He's awesome. Like, this team is deep. They could score. They could play D. I think this is Final Four or bust for the Purdue Boilermakers this season. Next team I'll talk about is Michigan. And every single year, Juwan Howard gives this gives them a real shot. He's an awesome coach. They lose Wagner, Smith, and Livers. But um, Eli Brooks rec- returns, elite recruiting class, Hunter Dickinson returns, Final Four hopes as it is every single year at Michigan. Starting a little rocky, but you don't want to ever play Michigan. They're talented. They're solid. They will be good again. Ohio State and uh, the guards are the the guards are the key for this team because you know what you're going to get in the front court with uh, EJ Liddell, Suing, and Young and uh, Zed Key. But it's the it's going to be the guard play. They get a transfer from Wheeler. I mean, transfer from Penn State and Wheeler. He was uh, one of the best defensive players in the Big Ten last year. But it's the outside shooting and the offensive guard play. I don't buy Jimmy Sotos or Jimmy Soto or however you say his last name. Um, so if Wheeler can be that guy, then they're going to succeed. It's going to be the guard play for, for Ohio State, and that's just going to be the X factor for them because you know what you're getting in the front court. But this is a good team. You know how they're going to match up with other teams in the Big Ten. At the end of the day, they will be very solid. Um, UMD was ranked the first week. A few bad losses, but I – Losing Wiggins and Morcell is really, really, really big. Um, Hakeem Hart supposed to be the guy this year for them, but he hasn't started great. But if Hakeem Hart can figure it out, they will be awesome. Eric Ayala is still there. They add Fats Russell from Rhode Island, who was one of the better point guards in the A10. But he's very sporadic, and he's not. he can't do what he did in the A10 in the Big Ten. It's just not going to work that way. So, uh, he's a talented player though. So UMD is also going to beat some, beat some of these bigger teams and be very feisty. Um, Iowa, they lose Luca Garza, Wise Camp, CJ Frederick, and Jack Nundry. The team will lack a lot of firepower, but Keegan Murray, just, you're going to hear Keegan Murray all over. He's going to lead the team every single game in every stat. Basically he's going to be awesome. He is awesome. Expect big things from Keegan Murray, but don't expect too much from Iowa as a team. All right, um, Rutgers. They return Geo Baker and Cliff Amore. He's who's gonna. He's an elite big man. He's awesome. But Miles Johnson leaving for UCLA is huge because no matter what they, what game it was, Miles Johnson went how Ruck, Rutgers went how Miles Johnson went. So him not being there, I just don't think they're gonna be good at all because he was so big for them. Just like from a defensive standpoint and just like how the offense flowed through and around him. And now that he's gone, he's at UCLA. I don't have big hopes for Rutgers and they are starting horrible. So that really checks out. Uh, if I have to pick a winner this year, I think it's going to be Illinois, even though they haven't started well, but I think they match up good with Purdue. And I think if um, Andre Corbello can be normal point guard, the sky's the limit for this Illinois team. My fade is Minnesota. They lose everybody, everybody, and they cannot re- rely on Marcus Carr to bail them out anymore. They weren't really a good team last year, but they were able to pull off a few upsets because Marcus Carr would have those games where he just wouldn't miss any shots. And they don't have that guy anymore, so they're not going to be that team anymore. So, yeah, Minnesota is going to be my fade for the Big Ten, but it should be a fun season of Big Ten basketball. All right, we'll move into the final of the bigs, the Big West. And this is a really, really fun conference and a super hard conference to predict because 
all of these teams are like look the same on paper and have similar names and just like look this is all the same but this is a fun conference because they're always on late at night and they're fun to bet on and you can they're always on you can always watch them late um UC Santa Barbara won this won this conference last year while exceeding expectations they also lose lost a few key players but they have uh, a few reinforcements in transfers and recruits coming in I don't expect UC Santa Barbara to be as dominant as they were last year especially because they weren't really supposed to be that good last year and but it was a weird year you never know they're going to be competitive and at the top of the conference for sure um UC Irvine they returned three out of five starters um but their defense is identity they I mean their uh, their identity is defense sorry I'm talking fast they're going to be Solid. They're three and one to start the season. I really love UC Irvine this year. Cal State Fullerton. They only played 16 games last year. They were all in conference games. Uh, California, LOL. And they returned four starters, but they're a very young team. Feisty. They could um, pull off some upsets. UC San Diego, second season as a Division One team. They they were they beat Cal first game of the year as like 16 point underdogs. Um, Tony Rokak on. Uh, uh, UC San Diego has he could be the player of the year in this conference. He's awesome. He could score at will. Um, they're going to be solid, especially if he if he shows out. They're going to upset some teams. Uh, UC Davis they returned four double digit scorers and add Kane Milling from Nevada. I really like this UC Davis team, and they're actually my pick to win it. I think. Um, I mean, this conference is so hard to predict, but I think uh, UC Davis will be solid. Uh, Long Beach State, they're always popular, but they lose, they lose, they lose a lot of, a lot of key guys, including uh, what's his name, uh, the Jelly guy. Here's his name, but the starting point guard, he's gone. Team that I'm gonna be fading is Cal Poly. They return one double-digit scorer, scorer, and they're they are not good to begin with. They weren't good last year, and they return nothing. So, I don't expect them to get much better. All right, when we we will move on to the CAA. Pretty fun conference and pretty – there's a few good teams in this conference. Um, who won this conference last year? It was Drexel, actually. Drexel exceeded expectations big time. They return two double-digit scorers and add a transfer. I expect them to be more towards the middle of the pack, though. I don't see them competing with the James Madisons and the Charlestons of the, of the world. And Delaware is off to a hot start, and they're beating good teams. Um, JMU, losing Matt Lewis is big. But they add two transfers. They're deep. They're going to be really deep, and they're going to be solid. James Madison is a school, popular school, and it's easy to recruit to. They're going to be solid. I think they are actually going to win this conference. Um, Northeastern actually shared the regular season title. Um, they lose Tyson Walker, but they're they're going to be a contender again. They uh, they're they're a deep team, and they're going to be solid. So as I said, my winner is JMU. The team I'm going to be fading is Towson. They were four and thirteen last year, and they lose six key guys. They have a few transfers who could win them some games, but I'm not really seeing it from Towson this year. Uh, I didn't mention them, but Charleston is going to be very good, so remember that. All right, we'll move on to the CUSA. Who won the CUSA last year? North Texas, and then they went on to beat Purdue in the first round of the tournament. Um, magic run to end the season last year, very magic. They lose Javion Hamlet, which is huge, but they grab a, tr- a few nice transfers. They're going to be really, really frisky this year. They could definitely win this conference again. 
Um, Louisiana Tech, they returned four double-digit scores, and they have potentially the player of the year in their big man. He's awesome. They also had some nice, tra- nice transfers. They have aspirations to make it to March and win this conference. Um, UAB lose some lose some transfers. They lose some guys to transfer, but they grab five transfers in, which is crazy. Um, they're a good team. They're improved. I expect big team, uh, big things from them. They added better players to an already good team, so I expect more from them. Um, Western Kentucky they lose Charles Bassey, who was the best player in the conference, to the NBA. And they don't really add much. This is going to be a, this is going to be a down year for them. They also lose three starters. So, and but I feel like they're still going to get respected by the books a little bit. So, be weary of that. Um, team I'm going to pick to win is actually UAB. It's going to be UAB or North Texas, in my opinion. Um, team I'm going to be fading is Florida International, even though they're at the top. They haven't played anyone. They return one double digit scorer, and by the time that gets into conference play, they are just gonna fade, gonna fade big time. All right, we'll move on to the Horizon League. This is gonna be Horizon League is awesome, very fun to watch, crazy games. It's like action of college basketball. So, what do we know about the Horizon League? Cleveland won this last year. They got hot at the right time, they, but and they returned three double digit scorers. Um, added some transfers as well. They're going to be good again. They weren't the best team last year, even though they won it. But they, like I said, they got hot at the right time. Wright State was probably the best team last year. They won the regular season title. Uh, they returned three double-digit scorers, and they always have tournament hopes at that school. But in my opinion, they're overvalued every single year. They win games. They 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 beat good teams and lose to bad teams. They're very weird. I don't like getting involved with Red State games from a betting standpoint because they're just weird to they play they just weird. Um, Milwaukee is probably the most interesting team. Uh, interesting interesting team in this this conference's history. One of the most talented, maybe the most talented team in the Horizon League history. Why is that? They have Patrick Baldwin. He's a top ten recruit, and he his final two schools was uh, Milwaukee or Duke. He chose Milwaukee. And you're probably like, why did he choose Milwaukee? His dad's the coach. Makes a lot of sense. Um, they have the most solid starting five. Two senior double-digit scorers are returning. Two transfers and Patrick Baldwin Jr. They're going to be solid. I expect them to win. Northern Kentucky, they could beat anyone in this conference. All seniors and one, and a one sophomore. I think that's a really – I think it's three seniors and two sophomores. But their whole roster is sophomores and seniors. I think that's a really good formula for like this like for this season – and for down the road, because you get you get that you get the little spice from this season with the sophomores, you can provide electric electricity, and they're gonna mature and get better for seasons down the road. So Northern Kentucky can beat anyone in this conference. Um, Detroit lost a few key guys, filled them in with transfers. Um, it's gonna take them a little bit to get going, but I do think they will be notable and at the top of this leaderboard by the end of the season. So, like I said, Milwaukee is my pick to win. And the team I'm going to be fading this year is Green Bay, Wisconsin. They lose Amari Davis, who was their 20 points per game point guard. And they return no production because he was the whole team. I expect not much from uh, Green Bay this year. Next league we will get into is the Ivy League. And we haven't had Ivy League basketball. We didn't have it last year because they, they opted out during COVID. But we have Ivy League back, so this is going to be a bit of a wild card because we haven't had it for a, a whole season. Um, 
we know that Yale is going to be very deep. They are a veteran team. They everyone basically stayed from when they were solid. So Yale's gonna be really good. Princeton's all upper upperclassmen, but they lose a lot of production. So it's like they lose their best guys, but they have seniors there to fill it out. So they're gonna be a veteran team, but maybe not the most talented. At the end of the day, they're gonna be veteran close games. They're, they're gonna pull out the close games. Um, Harvard, they lose Bryce Aiken and Seth Towns, obviously two years ago, but this is the first year they're playing without him, which is massive. You can't recover from that. Talented squad, high ce- high ceiling. They're going to be a wild card this year. Harvard. Penn is a mixed bag. Few key returners. Few key returners are gone, but they had a few transfers. They're another wild card. It's going to be, in my opinion, Penn or Yale, and I'm going to have to go with Yale who win this conference because you know what you're getting with Yale. Team we're going to be fading is Columbia. They lose seven guys and they return zero double digit scores. So I don't really expect much from Columbia this season. Next conference we'll get into is the other MAC. Well, the first MAC, the Metro Atlantic Athletic Conference. Man, is this is this one team going to be fun? And that's the first team I'll talk about. The Iona Gales, obviously led by Rick Pitino. And this is the most ta- talented MAC roster in my lifetime, at least. The most talented roster I could ever remember. Um, Isaiah Ross and Asante Gist leaving is big, but they get Elijah Joyner and Tyson Jolly from SMU and Tulsa, and they pick up Quince Lazinka from Louisville. Like, this team is talented and solid. This is their conference to lose, and I don't expect them to do that. Iona is going to they could they could go they could win every game in conference this year, hundred percent. Um, St. Peter's they return everyone, including Casey and Defo. He's one of the best defensive big men in the com- in the country. They have uh, Dougie Eddert who can uh, shoot the ball from three, and they're going to be solid. Uh, Mammoth they don't lose much, and they return double digit scorer George Pappas. Also pick up Shavar Reynolds from Seton Hall. And Walker Miller from UNC, he's a forward. So they're going to be solid. Expect them to be at the top of this conference. Um, Niagara, the top eight will be seniors, but they lose their best player. They're going to pull off a few upsets just based off that depth and uh, depth and veteran veteranship, I guess you could say. But they're not. They're going to be middle of the pack. We'll pull off a few upsets. Iona's going to win, in my opinion. I mean, it's not a hot take. They're just so much better than all these teams. The team I'm going to be fading is Fairfield. Uh, they were the worst team who they were the worst team last year and they return everyone. But at the end of the day, this conference looks pretty deep, deep for deep for the Mac. I feel like a lot of these teams were, these teams are beat up by each other, but I'll probably have to go with a Fairfield as a yearly fade. Now we'll move on to the other Mac, the fun Mac, the Maction Mac. Um, what do we know about the Mac? Ohio was awesome last year. Ohio had the best player in the conference. Eh, maybe not the best player in the conference. One of the best players in the conference in Jason Preston. And I feel like they're going to be right back right back to last year. They returned four double-digit scorers. Obviously, lose Jason Preston. But Mark Sears is his replacement and was the Mac off, was on the Mac all-freshman team last year as the point guard. So if he could just be a solid distributor as a point guard, doesn't have to score the ball like Preston did. Ohio is going to have no problems and should have rolled this year as long as they don't run into the Buffalo Bulls, who are awesome. It's going to be the Jonathan Williams show. They return three double-edged scorers, including MAC Defensive Player of the Year, Josh Mbala. The team doesn't quit. They always start seem to get off to a cl- uh, slow start and then cover spreads at the end. 
So Buffalo is going to be awesome this year. It's going to be between Buffalo, Ohio, and Akron. Akron was the sneakiest team, in my opinion, last year. They returned three starters, including all-Mac guard Brian Trimble, who was awesome to watch. They added Xavier Castranda from South Florida and K.J. Walton from Ball State. Crazy that he transferred from Ball to Akron, but he scored 17 points a game at Ball State, so he knows these MAC rosters. He, he's proven to perform in the MAC. I love Akron this year. Toledo won 15 games last year. They lose five key players but have three double-digit scorers returning. This team can score. They also add Boise State transfer point guard. Um, for his name, I think it's like Ty something. It's going to be solid. Toledo will be solid again. Um, uh, Kent State, they lose Danny Pippen, and he was their whole team, so I don't expect much from Kent State. Winner is actually – I'm going to have to go with Akron, even though people are going to say Ohio or Buffalo. I like Akron. I like the assets they started. Maybe there's maybe they'll start off slow, but when it comes down to the tournament time, I think I think they'll they'll be ready and they're just ta- more talented in my opinion than these other teams. Team are gonna team are gonna be fading in my opinion is Ball State. They had an average season last year. They lose five key players and in, including Walton. They return zero double digit scorers. So, um, it, I mean we could fade Western Michigan for sure. They're gonna be horrible. But I didn't want to go with the horrible team. I think uh, Ball State will be going to be respected by the books a little bit, so they're going to be fun to fade. All right, we were going to go move on to the MIAC. MIAC is a pretty pretty bad conference, as in basketball talent, but they're fun. Uh, they have Norfolk State. They won it last year, and they're going to be a new look this year. Three transfer starters, but they have an awesome coach. They're going to be solid. Losing Devontae Carter is huge, but the transfers should do the, do the work, and there's not much other talent in this league. This is Norfolk's to lose. Um, Morgan State, they lose two starters but return most. They're going to be a senior-led team, including four transfers and including Seventh Woods. And I don't know if you remember, um, Seventh Woods probably about eight years ago had put out one of the best highlight high school highlight mixtapes ever. He went to North Carolina, then like South Carolina, then NC State, or in some order. Now he's at Morgan where he's going to get more minutes and be an elite player. This team is has a really, really high ceiling. Um, North Carolina Central, they only played 14 games last year. Six of their key players leave. Six transfers come in. They're a major wild card with a high upside. Um, so who do I think is going to win this conference? There's not really much team. There's only two teams to pick from, in my opinion, is Nor- Norfolk and Morgan. I'm going to go with Morgan. I love the talent they have, and – uh. Like if, if if this if this can turn into pickup basketball, which is what the Miac games like turn into a lot, then Morgan should be should have an advantage. The team we're gonna be fading is Maryland Eastern Shore. They played zero games last year. They returned zero double digit scorers from two years ago, and they're gonna be starting four transfers, including three of them from junior college. They don't really have much talent, and they're gonna be bad. All right, we'll move on to the Missouri Valley, probably my favorite conference in all of college basketball. <clears throat> always so competitive. All these teams are awesome. Who won this last year? Loyola Chicago. And they lose Porter Mosier. He's at Oklahoma now, but Drew Valentine era begins. And he, you know what Drew Valentine is. He's a he's a basketball legend. Um Chris Knight from Dartmouth is gonna try to replace uh Cameron Crutwig, who was their big man, who's obviously awesome. But besides Cameron Crutwig, they don't lose much. And they have they have Drew Valentine, 
they're going to be awesome. They're going to be a top two, three team in this conference all year round. Um, this Drake, the cover gods, sky's the limit for them. They return everybody, everybody but the backup point guard, Joseph Yesifu, who is was, wasn't just a backup point guard. He was a, an important role to their team. But they return everybody. They're going to be awesome. I think they could seriously cause damage in the NCAA tournament. Um, so they started off a little bit slow, but they this team is deep and they they're veterans. I think it's going to be an awesome year for Drake. Um, Northern Iowa. They return their entire squad and their best player AJ Crean, twenty points points per game two years ago, but he was hurt, so he didn't play last year. He's back. Very high hopes for them. Um, Missouri State, another team, high hopes for them. They return basically everyone. They add two de- double-digit scores um, from trans- uh, from IUPUI and Valpo. Obviously not the best schools, but guys that could score, and they are good this year. They have their eyes on winning the Missouri Valley title. SIU, more high hopes for them. Uh, they were all- supposed to be good last year, but their best player, Marcus Domask, who's one of the best players in this conference, maybe the top two, three players in this conference. He went out early, and that deflated them. He's back. I think they're going to be back. This team could beat anyone in the conference, and they could be dangerous. But at the end of the day, I'm going to have to go with Drake. They had all high hopes last year and just couldn't get it. Couldn't get there. They return everyone. I have big hopes for Drake this year. Team we're going to be fading is Indiana State. They lose. They lose Jake Laravia. He was their whole team, and they have. Three, uh, they lose three other starters. Um, they have one guy still there who was solid. I forget his name off the top of my head, but I don't think Indiana State is going to have a good season. All right, we'll, we'll move on to the Mountain West. Not really a basketball conference, but except for Colorado State and San Diego State. So what do we know about the Mountain West? San Diego State won this last year, and they have been good the last few seasons. They lose Matt Mitchell, which is huge, but they add Matt Bradley. And Matt Bradley is one of the best players in the Pac-12. I just wish he didn't go to Cal. He transferred from Cal to San Diego State. Matt Bradley actually made California win some games last year. And if you watch no California basketball, they are horrendous, horrible. And he was awesome and made them win games. They have title hopes, but I feel like there's they, they lack some experience and they're going to start off for, start off a little bit slow. But don't be surprised if you see San Diego State in the top 25 in the Mountain West Conference Final toward to come the end of the season just based on talent alone. Um, Colorado State, they are awesome. They are awesome. Nico Medved is probably the best co- – he is the best coach in this conference. They return every single person from last year. Huge expectations this season. Expect them to possibly win this conference. Um, Nevada had an average season last year. They returned three double-digit scorers and add 21 points per game A.J. Brahma from uh, Robert Morris, but he just got relieved from the team today. So who knows if he'll come back. They start. They started off, what are they, one and four. I don't I don't see them winning tonight versus George Mason, plus four, take it. Um, but, uh, man, this Nevada team, they, they have talent, but they're just not doing it. And losing him is huge. I don't think. They, I, I, I thought going in they were going to make noise, but they're not starting that way. So I don't like Nevada at all. Um, Boise State, they'll start five seniors but lose two key players. They're going to be a feisty team, so watch out for them. 
they could beat any team in this conference. UNLV is really interesting. They're a very optimistic, optimistic season for them this year. They lose four players, but they go absolutely crazy in the transfer portal. They add eight guys to the roster in, in transfers. Um, Mike Nuga from Kent State, 17 points per game. Jordan McCabe from West Virginia. He was the backup point guard. Uh, Victor Iwakor from Oklahoma. Royce Ham from Texas. They're a major wild card. Major wild card. All this talent, like, you don't know what you're getting. Maybe they won't gel. Maybe they could win. Major wild card with a very high upside. Um, at the end of the day, I think Colorado State will win this. I just think their depth and experience is going to outlast San Diego State's talent, probably. And, yeah, team that we're going to be fading is Air Force. They return one double-digit score and have very little experience, and they're not good to begin with. Now we move on to the NEC. NEC, who won this last year? That was Mount St. Mary's. Do I expect them to win it again? No, because – they lose their starting point guard in uh, what was his name? Damian Chunkwe. That was his name. And they play a very slow paced style of basketball. They focus on defense. And I just feel like that's not fun. Well, it's not fun. And it's not like you don't win like that over. I mean, you maybe they did. So what do I know? I don't think they're going to be as good as they were last year. Um, they're going to be a tough team to beat, but I don't see them. I don't see it again as they did last year. Who do I like this year? Even though they're starting slow, is the Bryant. They returned four double-digit scores. They had a transfer point guard. I expect them to get to the tournament this year, as they almost did last year. Um, Wagner, slow start, strong finish last year. Uh, Alex Morales probably is the best player in this conference. They are going to be really good. They returned four double-digit scores. Top two team in this conference, in my opinion. Already already 2-0. Um, but they probably played no one. Sacred Heart, they lose no one. They finished third in the conference last year, but they didn't play Bryant last year. They went five and one in single digit games, and they went six and one on the back to backs. Like this, like last year, teams played back to back because of COVID. So that was kind of like fluky, and I don't see it happening again. So I expect their luck to run out, maybe fade them this year. Uh, winner, Bryant, fade, Fairly Dickinson. They lose their top two players. They return one double-digit scorers. They're starting three sophomores and a freshman this year. So, fading Fairleigh Dickinson this year. Move to the OVC, headlined by Murray State these past few years and John Morant. But I don't think he is the best player. I mean, the best team. I don't think they're the best team in this conference. Who won this last year? Moorhead State. Moorhead State won this. This was this was a fun conference. Uh, Moorhead returns two double-digit scorers. They had two senior transfers. They're going to contend. They're going to be solid. That's that's, that's what's going to happen. Belmont, they lose no one. In my opinion, they were the best team in their conference last year, but they got beat and out-rebounded by Moorhead down the stretch last year. But this is a revenge tour for Belmont this year. I have really, really high hopes for them. Um, I think it's going to be a solid season for Belmont. Murray State had a lot of bad losses last year, but they have a really talented roster, and – if one if they can put it together, they could beat anyone. But it's weird because they could also lose to anyone. They're just a a wild card. They have tr- they have three transfers starting, high ceiling, but a wild card. They just gotta they can't have those bad losses. Um, Southeastern Missouri State. They only lose one player. They return two double digit scorers, and they they have eight seniors on the roster. They're gonna be deep. They're gonna be veterans. They're gonna they're gonna win games. They're gonna be solid. Had to pick one. It's gonna be Belmont. I think Belmont's deepest team, and they're I think they're the team to be in this conference. 
team we're going to be fading is Austin P. They return zero double-digit scores, but they'll upset a few teams. They're not horrible. They just lacked experience. They lacked experience. Eastern Illinois is also going to be really bad, but I don't want to go with just the worst team. Um, all right, we'll move on to the Pac-12. Who won the Pac-12 last year? Oregon State. Yes, Oregon State. They lose basically everyone from that team last year. They overachieved last year. They have an awesome coach. Um, they're going to be competitive, but I don't think they get over 500 in conference. Truly, they lose everyone. But they're going to be a little bit frisky. Don't expect them to win again. All right, UCLA. UCLA. What do I got to say about them? They return all their key components. I think their X factor this year is going to be Miles Johnson, transfer from Rutgers, big man, very, very solid. I don't got to sell you on UCLA, Juzang, Jaime Jaquez, Tiger Campbell. They're awesome. Cody Riley's playing better than he's ever played before. <laughs> like, I don't have to sell you on UCLA. You guys already know they're going to be awesome. I'll move on to Oregon. Losing Amori and Duarte and Figueroa is huge. But they pick up a few transfer pieces in Davion Harmon from Oklahoma, Quincy Guerrier from Syracuse. They return four double-digit scorers. Dana Altman is amazing, amazing head coach. Expect another good season from uh, from Rutgers. They also add what's his name, point guard from Rutgers. I forget his name. I remember all his names. I can't remember his. Um, but yeah, Oregon solid. USC. There's no replacing Evan Mobley. There's just not no replacing Evan Mobley. They're currently ranked uh, 24th, but they return zero double-digit scores. They add Boogie Ellis from Memphis, and I feel like they're just ranked based on name and how they performed last year, but I'm not seeing it from USC this year. They're going to be solid for sure, but I don't think they should be a top 25 team, in my opinion. Um, Winner, UCLA. Not really hard to sell you on UCLA. Team that we're going to be fading. I'll give you two teams. Stanford, they lose everyone. They return zero double-digit scores. But really, Arizona State. Arizona State, fade them. No more Remy Martin to bail out uh, bail out Bobby Hurley and this incompetent offense that they have year in and year out. Uh, if they're going to do anything, it's Luther Muhammad and Marcus Bagley is their only hope. But even with them, I don't see it happening because they're just – run no offensive scheme, and they don't have Remy Martin as a bail amount anymore. Arizona State, Stanford, fade them in the Pac-12. Patriot League, what a fun conference this is. Um, What do we know about the Patriot League? We know that Colgate won it last year, and we know that Colgate already beat Syracuse this year. So they're my pick to win. I'll tell you that already. Um, They returned three double-digit scores. They're a veteran-led team. They have potential to dominate this conference and just run through it all. Um, Navy returns four starters, but we'll have Trevor scoring. So this this conference is boring. I don't really want to get too deep in this conference. And Holy Cross, Holy Cross is going to be really bad, but I think we're going to have to fade Army. They return one double-digit scorer, and they're going to start three sophomores. They lack experience. So Army, I think, is the go-to fade in the Patriot League. Now we move on to some more fun stuff. The SEC. This conference has potential to have seven tournament teams. 100%. They, they really do. Who won it last year? Alabama. They lose Primo, Jones, John Petty. They return Javon Quinterly, Shackelford, 
and they have an awesome recruiting class. They got J.D. Davidson. He's going to fit right in. He's just – he's perfect for Alabama. They're going to run and gun. They're going to be the same Alabama team just without those three guys. But they have components to, to, to match up for it. Another, more high hopes from Alabama this year. They're already ranked number 10. They're going to be very good. I don't have to sell you on Bama. Kentucky, a new team like they always do. Extreme talent. They're going to start three double-digit scorers from last year. Not from not on the same team, but Severe White from Georgia, one of the only good players on that Georgia team. Kellen Grady from Davidson. They have Final Four hopes. Elite recruiting class. Final Four hopes back in Lexington. Tennessee, they lose Pond, Springer, and Johnson. They return zero double-digit scorers from last year. But expect Justin Powell from Auburn to have a big breakout season. If he gets on the court enough, I need if he gets on the court enough, he's gonna he's gonna gonna be awesome. But Kennedy Chandler, five-star point guard, is gonna start over him, and he is gonna be awesome. Talented team, high ceiling. Arkansas. Transfer portal moss, the importer, Eric Musselman. Um, what did he do? They lose Moses Moody and Smith, but they're going to start three double-digit scoring transfers, including Chris Likes from Miami, who is very talented. He is, he, he's a scorer. He scored in ACC for years. I expect him, expect him to be really good, but set me down from last year. I don't expect him to get as far as they did last year, but they're going to be very good again. Tournament team for sure. Auburn, the team looked lost last year without Sharif Cooper on the court, but – they have some some transfers coming in. Wendell Green from Eastern Kentucky. Um, Kennedy Johnson from Georgia. Walker Kessler from North Carolina. Jabari Smith, man, uh, he's a lotto pick. I mean, Jabari Smith's not a transfer. He's a lotto pick freshman recruit. So Auburn reloaded. Bruce Pearl did his thing, I guess, because they were just horrible last year without um, Sharif Cooper on the court. So Expect Auburn to have a bounce-back year. I don't know if they make the tournament, but expect them to have a bounce-back year, even though they're ranked 19, so maybe. LSU, they lose Javante Smart. They lose Thomas. They lose Trenton Wofford. But they add Xavier Pinson from Missouri. Besides him, they only return one double-digit scorer. They have a seven-foot freshman on the roster. Expect them to be very talented. They're already starting really good. So LSU is coming on to be a basketball school, maybe. This is one of my favorite teams in the SEC. This next one I'm going to talk about. Mississippi State. They lose DJ Stewart, which is massive. But ex- Iverson Molinar, remember that name. Remember that name. He is going to have a season. They add Rocket Wilds from Michigan State, and they add Garrison Brooks from North Carolina. Like, this team has very much potential. I have really big hopes for uh, Mississippi State this year in the in the Big East. At the end of the day, my pick to win this conference is not Alabama, it's Kentucky. I love the talent. I think they can do it this year. Back to their old ways. Team that I'm going to be fading is Georgia. You have to look at this roster. They return nothing. Nothing. They're going to start five transfers. This doesn't look like an SEC roster. This looks like a This looks like a, like a Mountain West roster, honestly. They return nothing, and they don't have. They're not talented. I don't know what's going on with Georgia basketball. They're just not going to be it. And also, look out for um, Ole Miss to be really bad this year. They they lose Tay Schuler, and they return only return one double digit schooler. Devontae Schuler was their guy last year. He's gone. Then we'll move on to probably my second favorite conference, maybe my first actually. I always tweet about how at my funeral, I want 
I want SoCon basketball highlights to be played at the funeral, just pe- for people to remember me by SoCon basketball because I love it. Um, what do we know about SoCon? We know that who won the SoCon last year? Let's look at this team. It was UNC Greenville, West Miller, but they don't have Isaiah Miller anymore. Isaiah Miller, Isaiah Miller was the best player in this conference last year. He's gone. Hayden Koval has gone. West Miller's gone, the coach. So we're not going to have the same UNC Greenville uh, team we saw last year. Um, Keyshawn Langley is going to have a lot of pressure on him this year. He's going to be their best player. So I'm expecting a down season from UNCG this year. Furman, return most. They have an elite coach year in, year out. This could be their year. So look out for Furman. They were solid last year, and they returned basically everyone from this from last year. Chattanooga returned three double-digit scorers and add two transfers Silvio D'Souza from uh, Kansas is a big transfer they got. Big optimism from Chattanooga this year. Wofford, they lose Storm Murphy and Trey Hollowell, but they're always going to be competitive every year. Wofford's in the mix. Expect them to be towards the top of the conference and be a tough, tough game. Citadel, um, they lose Caden Rice and Fletcher A.B., but they keep they keep Hayden Brown. Expect Hayden Brown to be could – he could win player of the year in the SoCon and lead this team to upsetting teams. They never get respected by the books. Citadel made me so much money last year, always being underdogs. They were awesome, and I expect not maybe not the same from them last year because they lost, they lose two key, key players, but Hayden Brown is going to have an awesome year. My pick to win, if I had to pick one, is going to be Chattanooga Mocs. I really like them this year. They're already at the top of the – already 5-0. I think they can uh, – they're not going to roll through this conference, but I think they're the deepest team in this conference. Team are going to be fading, in my opinion, is West Carolina. New coach. They lose four starters and they return zero double-digit scorers. So don't expect much from uh Chatt- I mean West Carolina this year. All right, we'll move on to the Southland. Who won the Southland conference last year? That was Abilene Christian, and they're actually not in this conference anymore. They moved to the WAC. So the favorite is actually going to be Nichols, in my opinion. Nichols is a crazy story. Austin Clanch is building something special at Nickel State. Seven transfers added, including five double-digit scores. Talent. Talent. Look for Nichols early. Like look for Nichols now to like upset big teams. They I they were beating Texas Christian, who's not good, but they were beating them by 20 points and they ended up like losing. But they have talent. They could do it. They really can do it. I love Nichols' team. New Orleans is also going to be semi-competitive. They return two double-digit scorers and add two transfers. They'll be competitive, but this conference is nothing. It's going to be Nichols. They're going to roll. I expect them to win pretty easily and handily. They're just so much more talented. team we're going to be fading is Texas A&M, Corpus Christi. They lose a a majority of their lineup, and they return zero double-digit scorers, and they're not good to begin with. So Texas A&M, Corpus Christi is going to be – my fate, even though they're 4-1 to start the season. All right, now we move on to the SWAC. SWAC, they're pretty fun. Uh, what do you know about the SWACs? Uh, Texas Southern won this last year, and Johnny Jones is recruiting out of his mind. They lose one starter, add two transfers, and they have an awesome recruiting class. Eyes on March for Texas Southern this year. I expect them to get back. I know I am. But they might run into Prairie View AM, who was 13-0 in the league last year. They only lose one starter, and they add 
two transfers, including Christian Guest, who averaged 15 points a game at Samford last year. They're going to start four seniors, and this is going to be a big revenge year for Prairie View A&M, and I, I'm excited to watch them this year. Um, Grambling State, they're going to be a bit of a wild card. They lose one starter, but what's going to, they're going to start four transfers, which is pretty interesting. So they have a high ceiling. They could they could beat teams. Uh, my pick to win is going to be Prairie View A&M. I expect them to have a revenge season and get back. Team we're going to be fading is this one's easy. Mississippi Valley State, one of the worst teams in Division One. They return two two double digit score uh, scorers, but they're going to be like mainly freshman and sophomore. So don't expect them to get any better. All right, we got uh, one, two, three, four, five conferences left. Summit League is next. And what do we know about the Summit League? We know that my friend, my favorite and my friend's favorite team, Earl Roberts, won this last year. They were a blessing to us last year. They went under the radar all season until late, and they were made us so much money last year. They Max Amos returns. He led Division One in scoring, which is awesome. But they lose. They lose some. They lose some big, some big pieces, especially Kevin O'Banner. James Franklin has agreed to a 10-year new contract as Penn State breaking news. That's insane. Okay, yeah, they lose Kevin O'Banner, but they're gonna still they're still gonna be competitive. They uh, they add an SEC and a Big 12 transfer, not not with much experience, but talent. So I don't expect them to be the same team as they were last year, but they're gonna be they're gonna be pretty good. Now this team is is gonna be my favorite, one of my favorite team. They already won me money this year south dakota state they return five double digit scorers and they're all juniors and seniors that's huge huge so they were two point favorites yesterday at nevada they won by like 25 um north dakota state they return three double digit scorers and they're all juniors and seniors as well um so it's going to be pretty competitive between the dakotas this year um, UMKC, they return three double-digit scorers. They add two transfer guards that will start, especially Evan Gilliard from New Mexico State, uh, averaged nine points last year. Anderson Cop, 10 points per game at Lamar. They're going to be solid. But if I have to pick one team to win, it's South Dakota State. I just think they're going to be too deep, and they're all veterans, so they, they know how to win games. The team that we're going to be fading is North Dakota, not North Dakota State. North Dakota, they lose a few starters, and they return zero double-digit scorers. So, also Omaha, but I don't want to go with the, like that, them. They're just too they're too easy. Fade Omaha, St. Thomas. They came from D two. They're gonna actually be decent. Um, all right, we'll move to the Sun Belt. Sun Belt, the Fun Belt. Uh, App State won this last year, and they I feel they kind of overachieved a little bit in my opinion last year. They returned four double digit scorers. They're gonna be a top two three team in my opinion though. Um, so yeah, keep your eyes on App State. Georgia State. They return. Five double-digit scorers, four seniors, and they have aspirations to go to the tournament and win this conference for sure. Um, Louisiana Laf- no Louisiana Lafayette. They call they want to be called Louisiana now. They lose a few key pieces, but add St. John's, Memphis, Arizona transfers. They only return one double-digit scorers. They are a wild card with a high ceiling. It's three and one start. They can they can they can have their nose in there and be competitive down the stretch. South Alabama, they lose uh, five transfer, five people to transfers, but they add eight, eight, which is crazy, including SEC, ACC, Big 12. <laughs> That's, they have a lot of talent, a lot of talent on this roster. Just like Louisiana, they're going to be a wild card, but I don't think they're going to be 
good enough yet. Uh, I have to pick one team to win. It's Georgia State. Five double-digit scorers, four seniors. Like, it's not hard to back. Team we're going to be fading is Arkansas Little Rock. They lose three starters and only return one double-digit scorer. So I'm not have I don't have much hope for Arkansas Little Rock this year. All right, now we will move on to the West Coast Conference, and they have oh my god, the number one team in the conference. Have you guys ever heard of Gonzaga? Yeah, I don't even have to talk about them. Drew Timmy, Andrew Nemhart. They add Razier Bolton, who was the best player on Iowa State, a terrible Iowa State team, but he's he's a he's a bucket. They add Chet Holmgren, the number one recruit in the country, and Hunter Salas, a five-star guard. Like, I feel like if if there's any year for Gonzaga to make it happen, it's this year, and I probably will be putting a future on him. Maybe I might have to. Six to one, I can get behind it. Um, BYU, they're going to be awesome. They lose Harms and Averett, but. They add to John Lucas, 15 points a game at Milwaukee, and Alex Barcelo, man, it's he is a baller. Little white point guard, he can hoop and expect him that expect him to make it happen this year. Mark Pope continues to be an awesome coach and just with whatever he's got. So they're already ranked top 20. I expect them to be a top 20 team all season long and be very competitive this year. Not not compete with Gonzaga, but be competitive in the conference. Probably the second best team. In, in, or San Francisco. San Francisco is really good. They lose three players, but they add three trainers, uh, senior transfers, including Patrick Tate from Duke. Um, they're six deep with seniors. They're going to be really competitive and a veteran team. I expect them to be top two or three, just like uh, BYU. They could be ranked soon, really soon. Portland, they're really interesting. They lose everyone, but they add six transfers, including three from Eastern Washington, and they – Eastern Washington's coach from last year is their new head coach. So this is basically Eastern Washington, who was in the tournament last year. Again, they're not going to be they're not going to be really competitive in this conference because it's better than what they were last year. But they're going to be solid. I expect them to be middle of the pack. Winner Zags. I don't got to sell you. That's easy. Zags are going to win this conference. But team we're going to be fading is Pepperdine, who has been a popular team, but they return zero double-digit scorers. I expect them to be down this year. They have two transfers, and they haven't played since two seasons ago. I expect this to be a bad season for the Pepperdine Waves. And the final conference of the show is the Western Athletic Conference, or the WAC. Awesome conference. I love this conference. One team specifically made me probably the most money, besides Oral Roberts, in this conference. So who, we'll, I'll get to them. Who won this conference last year? Grand Canyon. They lose two all-whack big men, but they add two big men transfers in uh, Tayshawn Sherry from Arizona State and Juan Oregado from Nebraska. Two power six guys. Awesome. They should – they're going to be top two, three team in this conference based on their additions and how solid they are. They have an awesome coach. They play in an awesome environment. Expect another good season from Grand Canyon. Um, New Mexico State, they're always going to have the most talented roster in this conference. Last year was a mess. COVID, it was just a big mess. They were, And I loved it because they were always 10-point favorites and they always lost. Um, they returned three double-digit scorers and they add Teddy Allen, who averaged 17 points a game at Nebraska. He's His name is Teddy Buckets on Instagram, I think, or at least it used to be. He's a hooper. I expect them to have a big rebound year and uh, be how they're supposed to be. Um, 
Stephen F. Austin, they return three double-digit scorers. They're going to start four seniors and add a Texas A&M transfer and a Kansas transfer. Going to be very competitive this year, very competitive. Maybe get back to the tournament as they were the past few seasons. Cal Baptist is really interesting. They return three double-digit scorers and add uh, Chance Hunter. He uh, averaged 12 points a game at Long Beach State, and they add a Gonzaga transfer as well, big man. Um, Seattle. Seattle, I'm wearing a Seattle hat. They're going to be one of the final teams we're talking about. Wow. They lose just one starter, and they return Darion Trammell, averaged 20 points a game last year, is probably one of the best players in this conference. They're going to be really, they're going to be, not only they're going to be really solid, they also add Cam Tyson from Houston. They're going to be competitive. I would say three, four. Utah Valley, they basically return everyone, and they made me so much money last year, except, they lose, except for like one guy they lose, but they're going to be awesome again. Abilene Christian, this is their first season. In the whack, they won the Southland last year. I think it was a Southland. Uh, they lose Cole and Joe Pleasant, who Joe Pleasant is now at Wichita, I believe. They return just one double-digit score. They have a new coach, and their philosophy is going to be defense again. I expect them to be a little bit down this year, but they'll hold their own. And the team that we're going to be fading, and I love that we're going to be talking about th- this is the final team I'm talking about it because the fade Chicago State movement is on their season got shut down last year, but it's back. They're one of the worst team and they only return one key component from last year. So they might be worse. So fade Chicago state. And that's, I'm happy that that's the way I'm ending it. That's all the conferences. That's over an hour of talking basketball. Thank you guys for watching. Any questions, feel free to DM me. This is going to be an awesome season. We started off a little slow, but I'm not really worried at all. It's the first, it was the first three weeks it's going to be an awesome season. We had an awesome season last year. I'm ready to have fun. I was, I've, I've been wanting to watch a little bit and before I got the show out so I can get a, a little bit of a feel on all the teams. Um, once conference play gets around is when we start rolling, really rolling. The, this, the beginning of the season just fun and all these tournaments, it's interesting to learn about these teams. It's going to be awesome. Thank you guys for listening and good luck this season. I will catch you guys soon. Feel free to DM me.